Hey friends, welcome back to the Modern Christian Podcast. It is me, your host, Shanye Robinson. I am so glad you came to join me. If this is your first time, welcome, welcome, welcome. And I just want you to know that we are now officially friends. That's right. You and I are now officially friends and there's nothing that you can do about it. And I love you. If this is not your first time, well, thanks for coming back. I appreciate you so much for being here with me again. And you already know I love you too. Here at the Modern Christian Podcast, we are all friends and everyone can come and sit at this table. We are here to uplift, encourage, inspire, and help each other walk out our Christian faith in this modern world. Of course, I would love to hear from you, whether it be an advice question, prayer request, topic suggestion, feedback on an episode, or whatever God places on your heart to share. So, I know you're wondering, how can you contact me? Easy. I am Shanye Robinson on all social media platforms. And you can send me a message that way, or you can send an email to info at shanyerobinson.com. That is info at S-H-A-N-Y-I-R-O-B-I-N-S-O-N.com. Now let's get into this week's episode. This episode is called Grace. So if you are aware, there was this famous influencer. (laughs) For legal reasons, I'm not going to say her name. But she was a famous influencer who was adamant about making a million dollars by the time she hit a certain age. And then, you know, she did that. Um, It went through, you know, she, she did what she did. She achieved her goals, and then some stuff started to come out about her, right? (laughs) And, you know, stuff like, apparently she had one of the products that she was selling to help her attain this million by this specific age was copyrighted. Uh, Well, it was copyright infringement, I'll say. Um, She basically copied, or whoever created the book, copy and pasted the book, and she was dragged. You hear me? I mean, dragged upon dragged upon dragged. Even after she apologized, she made her statements about not knowing that this was happening and she had a team and whatever. She apologized. She was still dragged. I'm in a business community, um, which I love. It's so much insight and so much great stuff. And so so many people were talking about it like she was just you you know how our culture is and when I say our culture I mean not Christian culture but black culture because again I'm black um and we are quick to cancel people we will cancel you in a second without any hesitation if you mess up the black culture is going to cancel you I don't care what she did I don't care how bad it was black culture is going to cancel you first they're going to drag you they're going to drag you. Black Twitter's relentless, and then they're going to cancel you. And then a lot of the people that I follow are Christian, you know, because I'm I'm a part of the Christian culture. I've already done an episode of being black and being Christian. I'm, I'm all of them. I'm both of them. I live for Christ, and I'm black. Boom. So, and one of the pastors that I follow, and then, uh, you know, a lot of the pastors started to say, 
it, and it was shortly after this incident. Cancel culture is not kingdom culture. And it's not. It's not kingdom. Cancel culture is not kingdom culture. There's nothing Christian about canceling people. Nothing at all. It actually completely contradicts Christian culture. It contradicts the kingdom of God. I am so glad that God is not like human beings because we will throw people away in a second and be like, we done when they make a mistake. <laughs> God is not like that. I'm so, if you don't understand, please do not judge God based off of people. Let me be clear. God is not like man god created man god is not like man he does not think like man he does not treat you how man is going to treat you you can make a mistake and god is going to pick you up dust you off and be like come on baby keep walking the same way when my children make a mistake i don't go get no children <laughs> like leah will part leah is my almost two-year-old right she's 22 months old and she has a tendency to take stuff and throw it on the floor just because she wants to take stuff and throw it on the floor. Um, I don't know what this this new thing is. I don't understand what developmental leap she's in, why she has such a thing with just throw, like, she'll just walk by, pick it up, and just chuck it. And, you know, whatever. <laughs> and so there are moments where she'll do the same thing with food. Where you give her some food, she'll walk it over to the couch, and even though I say you cannot eat on the couch, you know, I don't want you to make a mess, she will just take it and dump it all on the floor or on the couch. And she'll stay in the couch and, you know, but thank God that they make upholstery cleaners. Um, and I was blessed to go get one because, yeah, I use it a lot. But I don't throw my child away because she keeps making a mistake. Even she keeps doing something that I keep telling her not to do. I don't throw her away. I just keep telling her not to do it. God ain't no different. Like, I'm, and I'm glad that he's not like man because, listen, if y'all were in charge of who getting to heaven, would nobody get to heaven? The way y'all cancel people. The way, because I've canceled, I've been living. Let me be very transparent because I do believe in being transparent. I have been a part of the cancel culture. I have canceled, I canceled H&M. Who else did I cancel? I canceled somebody else. Um, I, I was quick. I was a person that was quick to be like, nah, I'm good. You know, because, mm, 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 yeah. And then the further I went with my relationship with Christ, the more I realized that that's not, that's not kingdom like. And the more I became so grateful that God is not like that either. I'm so grateful that he's not like that. I'm so grateful that he's not like, man, he's not going to lie to me. He's not going to walk away and just throw, you know, throw me to the curb because I messed up. And so she was dragged. She was canceled and she lost a lot of followers, you know, and I mean, that's her thing. That's her business influencing. And the problem with cancel culture is it doesn't give room for grace. What is grace, right? Grace is basically love and mercy given to us by God. Not because we earned it, not because we did something for it. Not because we deserve it, simply because he wants to give it to us. It's a gift. It's the unmerited favor of God. He was gracious enough to send us Jesus Christ because he knew we couldn't uphold the law. And he wanted us to be with him. And so he gave us Jesus Christ to pay for things that he didn't even do. That was God's grace. We are saved through grace. 
by grace through faith. Excuse me. We are saved by grace through faith. Grace. Grace, grace, grace. I just, uh, my daughter's name is Grace. It's actually Gianni Grace. That's like her, the first, the first name you've got has shown favor. And then it's like Grace. Yes, it's one name. I, I just wanted to throw that in there. Grace. Something that we normally don't extend to people. And I think it's because we have this misconception that grace excuses behavior and it justifies it, but it doesn't. When you extend grace to somebody, it's not you not acknowledging the mistake. It's not like when God gives me grace, um, he's not saying, he's not ignoring what I did. Oh, he's definitely going to correct me. He doesn't, he doesn't ignore it. He acknowledges it. He doesn't justify it. I don't, when Leah throws her stuff on the floor, I don't ignore it. I, I literally can't ignore it because it's food all over the floor. I correct her. I say, no, no, we don't do this. And I clean it up. And you know what? I'm going to give her some more food because that's my child and she going to eat. And she, I'm not going to starve her because she made a mistake. My, when any of my children make a mistake, I don't stop loving them. I don't treat them differently. We, I acknowledge the mistake that they made. I say, hey, I don't like what I, you did this or I didn't like that you did this or did you realize that you did this? I, co- I tell them how to correct it. I show them, teach them how to correct it. And then I move on. I don't hold it over their head. I move on. My oldest daughter lost her keys. Now, it was a mistake. I've lost my keys before too. But it was a mistake. And, you know, I had to teach her about responsibility and why it's important to be responsible and why it's dangerous to lose your keys. And I'm going to give her a new set of house keys because she needs to know how to get in that. She has to get in her house. God, it's the same way. But we are not like that. We have adopted this culture. Y'all, we not of this world. If you live for Christ, you have a different standard. You have a different precept and different rules that you live by. You just can't keep canceling people because they make a mistake. Can you imagine if God canceled you for the mistake that you made? There's nobody walking this earth that hasn't made a mistake. Can you imagine being canceled because of the mistakes you made? Now, now. Let me be clear. Extending grace is not justifying or excusing the behavior. Extending grace is not you being a doormat and allowing people to walk all over you. Mm-mm. God's not telling you to be no fool. No, 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 no. You can extend grace and love from a distance, okay? I could extend grace to you and not follow you anymore. I could extend grace to you and take my business elsewhere. I don't, it doesn't justify the behavior. It doesn't make me a doormat. It allows people to make mistakes. It doesn't hold people captive to their mistakes. You don't make them live there permanently. You know, black culture has a strong tendency to not extend grace to black owned businesses. We have just entered into a realm of where we're being more supportive of black-owned businesses. But for the longest time, it was, I need to support black-owned businesses because their customer service is bad or or because blah, 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 blah. You know what? I ordered a bulk order of masks to add to my store, um, to add to the Monarch Christian apparel line. We're going to be pushing out some masks soon. And I intentionally ordered from a black-owned manufacturer. And... 
it took a while to get my package. It did. It took a while to get my package. I'm not going to not go back to her. And she didn't say, hey, my shipping is delayed because of cold. I ain't getting none of that. And I don't know why. Maybe it was a mistake on her part. Maybe she sensed it and did. I don't know. I'm going to give her the benefit of the doubt, though. Not only is she black, she a woman. And you know, you know, if it was Amazon and Amazon was late, I'm still going to shop at Amazon. So then why am I going to cancel this black manufacturer simply because a mistake happened? I'm not. Excuse me. I'm not. Now, what I can do is give her some honest feedback and be like, hey, it took me about three weeks to get this. Maybe you should put it on your website that there's a delay in shipping. And then I'm going to keep moving. And then I'm going to keep moving. The problem with not extending grace is that we don't allow room for people to change. Now, let me be clear. I'm not talking about you staying in a situation where somebody is intentionally treating you poorly. I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about staying with toxic people. I'm not talking about staying where you're not welcome. I'm not talking about putting yourself in environments to be mistreated. That's not what I'm talking about. But even in those situations, you could you could politely walk out the door and still extend grace. You could, you know, in a situation like that, you could extend grace from a distance. But what I'm talking about is when people make mistakes, how we just throw them away. We, we cancel them like, like, like people aren't allowed to make mistakes. Somebody messes up, we don't give them any grace. And the problem is that the problem with that is we don't we don't give them room to grow and to change from the situation. We're just like, oh, you messed up. Okay, bye. Not, oh, you messed up. You know, here's the correction. Here's the grace. Now let's see what you do. We just cancel them and keep it going. We don't give people enough room to grow. We don't give people enough room to change. The person who I was at 20 is not who I am now at 34. Let me be perfectly clear. The person who I was last year isn't who I am today. But if you don't ever give me grace for a mistake, how would you ever know that? You wouldn't because you don't, you haven't given yourself room to allow me to grow in your life. You're holding me hostage and you're making me permanently live in a mistake that should only be temporary. I'm going to give you an example. When I was 20, I wrote a letter to somebody. It was very hurtful. But it was what I felt at the moment at the time. And I wasn't sorry for that because the person who I wrote it to had did a lot of wrong and hurt me in many ways. Emotionally, physically, mentally. I had been called out of my name. I had been hit. Like, it was bad. And... There was a situation that I'm not going to go into detail about. And not because I don't believe, you know, I'm not trying to be honest with y'all, but I'm just, to protect the person, um, I'm not going to go into detail about the situation. But there was a situation, and because of the situation, because of how I was treated in the situation, I wrote this letter because I was encouraged to write a letter to get it out. Because I was holding on to all of this hurt and pain that I had been holding on to for years, and I needed to let it go. Um... And I needed to release it. And so I wrote the letter. And I think I might have been maybe 20, 21. I'm 34. I'll be 35. So I was, that was maybe 16 years ago, 16, 17 years ago. 
the person kept the letter and still bringing this letter up to today. I am still judged by a letter that I wrote when I was in my early 20s. Immature, dealing with pain that I should have never experienced because I dealt with situations and was in situations that I should have never experienced. Some situations weren't my fault. Some were. I did cause some things. And some really just, I was just a product of the environment at the time. And this person still has this letter. This person still holds on to this letter. I'm still judged by other people who know about the letter, about the letter. They've held me captive to who I was at that age. Literally, relationships have changed. I don't talk to people because of the letter. And it's not that I don't want to talk to them. They have chosen to not talk to me and to not have a relationship with me because of something that I did when I was 20. Or the dynamic of the relationship changed. They've treated my children differently. Off of something I did when I was 20. Do y'all know how stupid that sounds? I mean, when you, when you hear it out loud, do you see how ridiculous that is? You are holding somebody hostage to, to something they did. To, I, and listen, I'm not going to, I don't say that it was a mistake. Because if I could do it all over again, I'd still do it. I would not do it. I didn't want the person to feel how they felt after they read it. You know, I wasn't intentionally trying to harm them, but I was intentionally trying to release all of the hurt and pain that I was holding on to. And I have been stuck in this person's life and mind and the other people who are, who have conjoined with this person in that space. All because they couldn't extend grace. We didn't, we did the same thing. We do the same thing to people all the time. We refuse to give them the, the grace. No, they may not deserve it. But we don't deserve the grace God gives us either. I can mess up and I'll repent. He'll forgive me. And then the next day I'll mess up again. I'd be like, dang. We don't even give ourselves grace. Let's talk about that. We beat ourselves up and condemn ourselves for making mistakes too. We don't allow ourselves room to grow. I am trying to change my eating habits because I need to drop some weight. Like for health reasons and because I want to be skinny, I'm not even going to lie, is a little vain goal in there. Whatever. That's the honest truth. I want to be skinny. No, but for health reasons, I'm trying to drop some weight. And, and, um, so like I've changed my diet. It's like protein and like good carbs, no bad carbs, no soda, really not trying to have juice just water and then I work out like all the time not all the time I work out once a day I try to get at a minimum 30 minutes maximum an hour of working out whatever my workouts is whether that's the x28 fitness I'm doing which is a great program by the way it used to be ri28 but they changed it um or I'm just you know walking and like power walking or running or jogging whatever my ex I gotta exercise every day that's the goal um well, I messed up the other day. I really wanted Chinese food. My father was so gracious enough to take my children off of my hands. A much needed break that I had been waiting for for months on end. Um, and I was like, ooh, you're by yourself. You don't have no children. You don't have to share your food. If you're not a parent, then you don't understand what I mean when I'm talking about not having to share my food. Um, my husband was at work and somebody else I didn't have to share my food with. And so I was talking to myself and I was like, girl, treat yourself. 
And I went and got some Chinese food. And I had a canned soda. It was just a can. It wasn't a whole bottle. It was a can. And the old me would have probably beaten myself up. Like, oh. And then the negative thoughts would have came in my head. Oh, you're not serious. You always do this. All of that would have happened. Then I was like, mm, I'm going to give myself some grace. So what? I cheated. I had a meal. Let me get back on this horse and keep riding. I extended myself some grace. You know, or if my kids catch me in a bad moment and I snap at them, knowing I'm really working on being patient and I don't want to yell at my children because um, I hate being yelled at and I'm trying to be the example. And if I mess up, I'm not going to beat myself up about it. I'm going to give myself some grace. Now, I wasn't always this way. Normally, I would beat myself up about it because I had this idea of perfection. I had this need to be perfect in my mind and to attain this... <sighs> this vain idea of success and what that meant. And that's a whole nother topic for a whole nother day. But, um, I would beat myself up and instead I decided to give myself some grace. I had to give myself grace because I made a mistake and I can't hold. And if I stay there and I hold myself to that mistake, I never give myself any chance to grow. Um, the same is with people. Now, there are certain situations, like I said before, where mm, you need to extend grace within the relationship. And that's possible. I could extend you grace. I could forgive you for the wrongs you've done. I could give you room to grow and not hold you hostage to your mistake. But our relationship might change. And not because of what you did, but out of mere protection of myself. I'm not going to keep, I'm not telling you to sit there and let somebody stab you in the hand, move your hand. But we, we can't keep canceling people. That ain't God. Like that ain't Christ. Like to just cancel people because they mess up. Even if she was intentional. Okay. I, even if she was trying to scam, which I don't know, cause I don't know her personally. So I'm not going to sit here and say whether she was intentional or whether there was any malice behind it. I don't know. It's not my job to know either because I'm not God. My job is not to sort. My job is to sow, as the great pastor Stephen Furtick once said, once taught me. He taught me that. My pastor taught me that. My job ain't to sort. I don't tell you who's going to heaven and hell. I don't have that book. I don't have access to that book. My job is to sow. It's to sow the love of Christ in everything I do. When you meet me, your life should be better or changed in a good way because of it. Is it always going to be that way? No. But that's why God is grace. So let's bring this home. I don't care what you did. I don't care what you said. I don't care about the mistakes you made. God is good and he's gracious. Do not base him or judge him based off of people. Because although we live in a world where cancel culture is real, thriving, and relevant, the kingdom of God and the kingdom culture is not about that cancel culture life. Kingdom culture is about grace and God is a God of grace. He was so gracious that he literally gave his only son to die for you. You heard what I said. Somebody loved you so much that they died for you. They died so you could be better. They died so that you could make a mistake, repent and be okay and still be in right standing with God. And when he looks at you, he doesn't see the mistakes that you made. He doesn't see what you did. He sees his son. 
He sees the blood of his son that he gave for us. So don't allow this world to taint your view on who God is. Don't allow people to taint your view on who God is. God is a God of grace. Whatever mistake you made, whatever you did, all you got to do is go to him, repent, and he's and it's done. It, it's done. He don't even remember it. He don't even remember it. God is not like man. Do not judge him like a man. His ways are not our ways and his thoughts are not our thoughts. Don't let your mistakes cancel you out of your purpose. Don't let your mistakes cancel you out of your calling. Yes, even people who are called. Okay, first of all, if you're here, if you're still living and breathing, you have a purpose. Let me be clear. If you are still living and breathing, God has a purpose for you still. If not, you wouldn't be here. But even people who are called make mistakes. Even people who are called need grace. They need grace. And the same grace that I need, you need. My relationship may be deeper in God than yours. I may be, you know, I'm not an infant anymore. I'm not a newborn in Christ. I might be like, I don't know, 18 months old, something like that. Um, So even though we're on different parts of our journey in this walk with Christ and in in walking out our faith, I still need the same grace you need. I still need the same grace in the same way I have open access to it and God gives it to me as a gift freely. He gives it to you too. So before we cancel anybody else, let's think about how much grace God has given. Let's think about how much stuff he spared us from, how much stuff he didn't allow to happen, even though we deserve it. Do you understand? Even though we deserve it, he still saves us from it. That's how good he is. That's grace. He doesn't allow what we deserve to happen. That's grace. That's grace. And we can use a little more grace. We can be a lot more kinder and loving to each other. And make sure that you are giving the same grace that you were getting. God be encouraged. Until next time. (laughs) Oh, <laughs>